This is CliffCentral.com. Property, 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 I'm trying to invest. Money in by the neighborhood, that's how you rinse it. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like $2 million. That same building today is worth $25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Dumbo. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. Buy back the hood. I'm about to buy back the hood. Buy yeah. back the hood. Yes, it's time to buy back the hood. Uh, it is spring, everybody. How are you? How are you? I am good. Um, I, uh, have been waiting for spring for quite some time now. I have to tell you, I'm one of those people that I do better when it's warm. And so I'm excited. And for our first uh, show in spring, we've got the one and only Rally Mampeule with us. Remember I said to you, um, uh, we decided last week that instead of ending Women's Month with him, we'd end it with uh, uh, a lady. And we had a fantastic show. If you missed that show, remember, go to cliffcentral.com and go to Living It Up with Lerato Shabalala. And you will be able to hear our interview uh Last week with uh, South African Home Loans uh, Welcome to spring, Riley Yeah, morning, uh, Lerato How are you? Good, good, good. Yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit of a cold But that's not going to get me down uh, Same, yeah I am so excited to have you here Thank you very much um, Were you away? <laughs> I think you were away Yes, yes. I was away in Spain Okay, how was it? (laughs) (laughs) I've never been. It's actually on um, my family's uh, next visit um, a checklist. Okay. So how was it? Beautiful, beautiful. So I watched the the two soccer games there and... uh, it was great. Thank you very much. Okay, awesome. No, it's good <laughs> to I'm have back. you back. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back home. Yes. And uh, spring, so all excited as oh, well. Oh, good. And yeah. did you do uh, uh, anything uh, uh, special for the women in your life uh, last <laughs> month? Women in your life being if your sister, your mother, could be anybody. You know, it was Women's Month, a special <laughs> month here in uh, South Africa. Yes. No? Um I was with my wife in Spain. Nice. And obviously my two boys. And, uh, yeah, and I did wish almost uh, every woman in my life a good Women's Day. That is wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, as I said to you guys, we have Riley here uh, with us. Um, So, today, one of the things I realized, Riley, is that most people, they uh, struggle with knowing what to do when... um, it is uh, when their properties are doing well or when their properties are not doing so well. So I thought we'll touch on the ups and downs of real estate, okay? However, because um, we work on a uh, basis of starting with whatever's difficult, I thought we could talk about a lot of people say right now, it's a buyer's, uh, it's a, it's a buyer's market, right? Yes, yes. So I thought, what do you do? When the economy is not doing well, and obviously we'll start with the things that you can uh, improve on when the economy is doing well and inflation is right, and now you can handle uh, real estate and treat sort of your real estate life as it were. But what are the tips? What I, what I want us to touch on today is what are the things you can do to improve uh, your 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 real estate life when things are not great and when things are great, and that could be. 
whether you're investing in another property, whether you're renovating a property, or whether you're paying more in your bond, I just thought we have you here. Yes. You are known to say that you don't need money to make <laughs> money in real <laughs> yep. estate. Yes. So I, and I keep saying this to you, uh, really, that I, I, I need to write that book. Yep. No, no. <laughs> Definitely. I keep telling Definitely. you I need to write that book. Definitely. So that's what I wanted to touch on today yeah. uh, for our listeners. Yeah. So, Lerato, during the hard times, oh, I mean, you you will know that uh, as of yesterday, we got out of the technical recession as a country, which is good news. Yes, that's great news. And um, <clears throat> But the bottom line is that during the hard times in real estate, that's the time you buy, you buy, you buy. Okay, mm. because that's when you're gonna get the good deals. So if it's a it's a buyer's market, it really means that sellers can also be in a in a position where they can choose the price that they want to sell at. And um, at this point in time, it's actually time where we don't have a lot of. Uh, buyers actually mm, Funny enough Okay Okay And is it because We've been in a recession It's because we've been in the recession okay. So we don't have a lot of buyers currently But we have a lot of sellers Okay So that creates an opportunity For buyers To be able to buy Affordable real estate People are in trouble It's a good time to go and buy on auctions And all of those type of things Today There's opportunities where In this type of a market Where you can be able to find Yourself sellers that will structure deals with you. Mm. So the whole concept of of that you don't need money to make money in real estate really becomes really practical in this type of a market. Mm. So I wanted us to park a little bit and talk about uh, somebody who's listening who says, "Look, I don't have a lot of money, but I I have say fifty uh, k or whatever, and I'm I'm considering." Uh, buying something on auction. When I interviewed you last year, we we did have a discussion about buying uh, on on auction. But I think that uh, for people who are listening to us for the first time, by the way, whether I keep telling you whether you're in Lagos, Nigeria, or New York City, you can listen to us wherever you are. Cliff Central uh, dot. Com. And this podcast, yes, we are live from 10 until 11, but this podcast will be available to you um, if you're on Apple Music within 24 hours. And it is brought to you by the men that I'm talking to right now. <laughs> you can go to R-A-L, excuse me, R-A-L-I-M-A-M-P-E-U-E-L-E dot C-O dot Z-A to get more info. So for people who are Listening and thinking, okay, I have this 50k. Where do you even start with the auction stuff? Because yes, you can go on the well-known property sites like uh, private property and property.com, um, and look at properties that are on auction. But is that the only route? Well, definitely there's opportunities where you go to your local sheriff house. They have their own advertisement where they put on the wall of their offices where they basically show you which properties are going to be going on auction in the next week or two weeks time you then earmark to look at those properties you take your pen and paper you make a note of the address and you actually go and start negotiating with the people that are living in that house so what will practically happen is that you'll knock on the door you might find that there's a tenant and that the seller is probably in trouble you can then get the contact details of the seller or of the owner of the property okay Sometimes you might find the owner there and then you start talking. You find that maybe it's, a, it's an, um, an elderly couple or people that have just been laid off. 
you can then become the person that can come with a solution for them. Mm. You can start negotiating with them to say, listen, tell me what had happened. If I buy this property, do you think you're about to get another job? Maybe I can buy this property and you can have an option to rent to buy mm. where you can say, well, if you're going to get another job, I'll then be able to be in a position where I can allow you to rent the property. And when you back again, financially, you can then be able to buy back the property. So, when you do that, you create an opportunity that when you bid, let's say it's the next Tuesday, when you bid with the auctioneer with your 50,000 rand, you know that you are, you are guaranteed that you're going to be able to have access to the house and you've got a possible deal where you might be able to have a tenant. Because as a real estate investor, it's not only about just taking people out of their houses because they're in trouble. You can find ways to work things out. But also if they do fail, they will cooperate with you to leave the house because you've just been that nice guy. You know what mm. I mean? So those are the opportunities. So a lot of people make a mistake to just um, come to on the auction day and bid for a property that I don't even know. You might be surprised that one day you find that there's an 87 year old or 97 year old lady in that house. And for you to be able to move them out, you're going to need a lot of long, long, uh, court, um, uh, process that can take you a couple of years. So you need to be careful and you need to know the property that you're going to be bidding for. Because that is one of the things I was going to mention, Riley. I, I have a friend who's a lawyer who told me that sometimes you can look at a property and they tell you that it's 38,000, but actually the utility bills are up to 250k. So if I'm just like a normal Joe Soap like me, mm. how would I know where to gain access to that info if, if I am approaching the people directly? Like yeah. how do I know that, uh, yeah. either it's an 87 year old who lives there or that the utility bills are <laughs> crazy? Yes. No, yeah. that's true. That's a good question. So one of the things that you can also do is to, is to work with the local estate agents. Okay. So people don't want to pay the broker's commission, but for you to be able to make money, you need to be able to pay your brokers well because they can give you good deals as well. And they can also be able to give you, um, good information that you need because they've got the skills. That's what they're doing on a daily basis. So one of the things that you can do is to go to the local, either a property management company or a real estate agent and actually ask them to say, please, can you pull uh, a deed search on this property? The deed search will be able to tell you when the property was bought, for how much, by who. Secondly, you can then also request them, if you're not able to do that yourself, to get you the information about the levy that the, uh, the house might be owing. And, and secondly, for them to get you the rates and taxes. Okay. And, um, and that information is very crucial again because you will need to be able to settle there to be able to get a, what we call a, um, a, a, a clearance certificate, okay. which then allows you to be able to do the transfer of the property from the old, the previous owner to yourself. However, there's, there's a new court ruling that was done, I think it was about two weeks ago when I was away. And essentially that court ruling said that the new owner is no longer reliable. And this was a constitutional court uh, judgment that the uh, the new owner is no longer reliable for the the previous owner's debt in terms of uh, uh, rates and taxes. Because so I always wondered, I always wondered how you can be liable for something like that when it was not your house, when you did not, you know, it's like somebody else uh, ate the food at a restaurant and then now you're paying <laughs> for it because you're sitting at the same table. Yeah, well, the municipality was they were trying to the local authorities were trying to, to recoup. To, to get the money back yeah, and trying to be cool. smart. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> fortunately, we live in a country that uh, has got law and order and, and the a constitutional court um, yes. made the decision. That opens up 
the real estate market as well because that creates an opportunity as the topic today. It's about, um, you know, what you do during the hard times in real estate. So one of the opportunities about this court ruling that happened a week ago or so, um, is that you're now going to be able to get a Lerato who can now be able to buy that house that the guy hasn't paid and he owes four or five hundred thousand on a property that is worth eight hundred thousand. So you can now be able to buy the property and you don't actually don't have to pay the debt. They will then collect from him. Uh, uh, either he's still in the house or he's no longer in the house. So that creates another opportunities for property investors to get in and make good deals. That is really good news. So yeah. you say this was, uh, this was sort of put to, to, to the thing two weeks ago. Yep. The court judgment was uh, done two weeks ago. And, um, you know, I'll send it to you if you want to share on your yes, uh, social indeed. media. Yes. Um, the, the court ruling, quite exciting reading as well. And there's been a lot of comment from different real estate, um, uh, people. And, uh, we, we're quite excited about that. And I think it's only fair that, um, you know, uh, it's unfortunate for the people that have fallen through hard times because mm. they will then have to be in a situation where they, they might lose their house and they're still sitting with the debt of mm. the old thing. So the key thing is that try and pay your debts, especially your rates and taxes and your levies where possible. Yes. And if you're now starting to fail to do that, find ways to start negotiating with your local Real estate brokers or real estate investors and say, listen, I'm in trouble. Don't wait for a year or eight months for you to exit a situation that you might find yourself in. So if you find yourself in two, three months time that you are in trouble, try and start negotiating with your banks. You say, this is what has happened. I'm in trouble. What can we do? Mm. I mean, there are other banks that will do deals with you. Uh, they have schemes like called quick sell. Okay. Those are some of the deals where you say to yourself, well, I don't have the money to pay. Um, I'm behind for three months, but I don't want you to auction my property. Can I put the property on the market and we will sell at a price that maybe I can be able to settle my, my rates and taxes, my levy, and also my bond. And the bank can be able to work with you on that. But what people do as a mistake, they hold on and hold on and it's a year late and it becomes difficult. I think the issue, um, is, is that a lot of people are embarrassed by debt. And, uh, I know that for a long time I was like this where you just, you want to do the ostrich effect and stick your head in the sand and just hope that, <laughs> you know, when the phone rings and you see 087, you just don't pick it up because you know that it's the bank looking for something. Yes. Whereas I learned through a friend of mine who went, uh, through a similar situation yeah. That actually what you need to do Is be honest with the banks Because banks are always willing To help you out Yeah Yeah I mean um, You're quite right Precisely And I think You know Especially when you have an asset That you know That you can I mean I've seen people Where they They decline To sell their property Where they could have They could have managed To sell Their property Pay rates and taxes And be able to pay the bond And make some money To deposit for a rental for the next six months or so. Mm. And what they then did is to just stay there and say, well, no, I'm going to fight this and the court will take long to close me down. And the next thing they, they leave their house with the debt. They still owe the balance of the property. They still, now they're going to be owing rates and taxes and all of those. And so it's, it's bedtime. So there's opportunities during the hard times where where uh, for both people that are in trouble and people that are property investors yes. to structure deals and opportunities. So, I mean, I guess what I'm, I'm taking away from what you're saying is look 
Get informed, you know, yes. because I had no idea about Quicksell. So you're saying that Quicksell happens, uh, f- most banks have this. Yes, so most banks have this. Uh, there's a specific entrepreneurial uh, bank that actually is the leading in the country in terms of a Quicksell. And, uh, and what, what, what they'll do- normally do, they will actually, um, um, ask you, they can see and say, listen, look, this is what's happening. We've got dedicated brokers that will get the property in the market for you and get you the right price that you need. And these brokers, they've also renegotiated, pre-negotiated with them for, for their broker's fees. So if, if a typical estate agent will charge you 5%, they might be able to have had an agreement with that specific bank where they can charge you a 2, 3% commission and ah. get the deal through. So these things are happening and people are not aware. So look at, those type of products of quick sell and all of those things. I mean, I've, I've seen incidents where people are in trouble and actually they find ways to allow you to take over their property, you know, because you can do that as well. Really? There's nothing wrong. So you could have a bond and decide, remember, it's the same thing as leasing. So when you see yourself that you're in trouble, you can then say, Lorato, I think I'm in trouble. I cannot afford this house. I'm about to lose it maybe through an auction. Um, Lorado, come in, pay a rental. You're gonna pay whatever, say ten thousand in a month. Can you pay a deposit of three months in advance? And I will give you a discount of a five hundred rand per month on a unit. You then pay that seller fifteen thousand rand. You find that that's what they were behind with, in terms of their bond. They then voluntarily move out of the house and actually go and either go back home. Or, or, live or, or live with a friend or get a, a, a more affordable rental. Okay. Excuse me. That's not find, a problem. And, yes. they, and they find themselves in a situation where they can then be able to pay off what they're behind with and they have a new tenant who's going to continue to pay, uh, to pay for their home loans. Oh. And at the right time, they can give you a six months lease or a 12 months lease. Okay. Whenever they've picked up again financially, they can come back and say, the lease has expired. Thank you very much, Lerato. Here, here's your deposit back because you had to put a deposit anyway when you move into a rental yes, so that if course. you damage the prop, anything, they can be able to recoup. So those are some of the things. So I think the key thing is that when you're in trouble, recognize that and find ways to, to, to really um, and make arrangements. Yeah, I, I address them quite early on instead of waiting and hoping that they that they go away. Yeah. Um, as Riley said, we will be posting up that link uh, on the constitutional um, uh, law that was passed two weeks ago that says that if you buy a house on auction, you don't have to pay for the rates and taxes uh, and the levies as you would before if uh, obviously the debt belongs to the, the previous owner. We will put that up on our Facebook page, which is Living, up, living It Up with Lerato Shabala. Let me tell you something, Riley. I think that a lot of people um, are comforted. By knowing that there's somebody like you who can explain things like this, because I can tell you that most people have no mm-hmm. idea that they have all these other options. Most people just think, oh, I can't afford the house. I have to move out. I am done. And, <laughs> yep. and that's it. And, and it's not the case, yeah. right? And it's not the case. Um, so I, I, I Wanted us before we go to when things are good because we love it when uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we love it when things are good <laughs> and we know that there's some of you right now who are listening to us on cliffcentral.com who are experiencing wonderful times um 
uh, with uh, your properties. You're probably looking at buying a second one. But for most people in South Africa, and I think around the world actually, are experiencing this recession. Yes. So we've got to um, always think of have that in mind. Yes. So what would you say are the top three or top five things that you should action the moment you realize, oh, okay, I've just been retrenched or I'm going to be retrenched and I'm not sure if I'm going to get another job really quickly. So I I foresee money issues or something happens and you just have money issues now and you, you, you mm-hmm. can't afford your property. What are the top three or top five things that you need to do immediately that can help save you the stress Okay, and hopefully also get you to to keep your property or not have a bad credit uh, uh, history. Yeah, well, the number one in my book it would be to say, downgrade. That's the first thing. Yeah, you need to downgrade. It's not the easiest thing psychologically. Your neighbors are going to be looking at you. Your colleagues and everybody else um, will see that you've you've actually downgraded, and it's okay. It's okay to downgrade. So that would be the number one on my list. Can I, can I just pause <laughs> on that and tell you why I agree that it's okay to downgrade as somebody who had to do that myself? Yeah. Well, most of us so, had to do that before. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of us end up not doing things because we're worried about what other people are going to say. But if we are going to be completely honest with ourselves, people will have something to say no matter what. And when you're faced with those bills, you're faced with those bills alone. So rather sleep at night, okay, knowing that you're not in debt and knowing that you still have a roof over your head, then to keep up appearances just because you want people not to gossip about you. Live your life. So I love the message in that. Live your life. No, live your life. I mean, yeah. Lorato, I'll just share a joke. I mean, it's not even a joke. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a statement that a friend of mine had told me to say, you know, Rally, you can meet somebody at the airport and they just look at you and they just don't like you yeah. and they don't know you. Um. So, and they'll say, well, this dress or this suit, whatever. So people always talk. So if you can, the quicker you find a way of understanding that you got to do things for yourself, the better. So that will help you in making sure that you are Able to make the decision to downgrade. Yes. So that's the first thing. By the way, you remember when you downgrade does not necessarily mean that you're losing your property. Mm-hmm. So you could be the smart person who downgrade and lease or rent out their, their home. So, so the downgrading is in two ways. If you need cash, you can be able to sell and have some cash to be able to leave, to buy another, another affordable maybe, property. Yeah, yeah. The second option is that you can downgrade and, and buy just moving out and leasing the property out. So that's another thing. The second one on the top three, it would be to say that start speaking to your bank. We've, we've repeated okay. this. Start speaking to your bank and make arrangements. And, uh, and the last one is basically where I will then advise people to say, Find ways to swim yourself out in terms of if you think that you need time and the bank are not allowing you to, to give you time, there are obviously other options where you can go the legal route and buy yourself a lot of time. But that is, is normally challenging unless if you really, really guarantee that in two, three months' time, you have a check that is coming to sort yourself out and the banks are not willing to give you a chance, then you have no option but to dance with the banks in the courts that can also buy you time but 
is the last last resort. So, oh, so let me see if I understand you correctly. So, what you mean is uh, the the third option, which is find another route or find another way, uh, mm. would be to go to a court and have them. Once should the bank say no to you? That yeah, is, yeah, and have them assist you. Yeah. So, 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 so this is the back engine of real estate, and it's a bit <laughs> naughty. But for the bank to actually take you out of your house, it can take them close to a year. Jeez. Okay, so it's not easy. That's why the banks are very, very strict about giving home loans, and it's quite easy for them to give you a finance for a vehicle ah. because they can just try and. Get traces to look for you and come and pick up that GT, yeah. GTI. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but for them to move a family out of their home, they need to serve you with papers and give you enough time and get a court date. So if you look at the role now in Johannesburg uh, High Court, which is where they have to go, is that you might find that let's say today they give you the papers. If you're sitting at home today and you got summons, underneath your door and the banks is actually doing legal proceedings to start attaching your property chances that the date that they can get today will be in the next six months for them to sit in front of a court or a judge to tell the judge that you haven't paid them and that this is what they want to do so you've got a bit of time so when you get that you can defend if you have a defense for example there are people who have been laid off illegally so because maybe they're sick or something happened to them they can't be able to go back to work and uh, they still dealing with a court case where they have to have claims from insurance companies about maybe they've just been diagnosed with uh, an illness terminal illness illness, and they've got policies that are supposed to pay and that is just taking too long and they're still dealing with another court matter so you can go to court and tell the judge you say your owner this is my situation I do want to pay these people but I'm still waiting for this so those type of process can take you about a year. So I think when I say go to court is when in extreme cases like that where yeah. it's really unfair what has probably has happened to you. Yeah. And I think it's an important uh point for for people um because I think a lot of the times when you are in that kind of situation, you often wonder how you actually handle it, how you are able to explain to somebody that maybe you've taken your employers uh, to arbitration and there, there's still some wrangling happening and that might take some time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a, I think it's a good option for people to have. But as Riley says, and I'm going to go through, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go through his points. So if you're just listening for the first time, don't think Riley's trying to tell you to go to the court is the number one thing. Yes. That is actually your last resort. Yes. Your first, your first point of, uh, call should you find yourself in financial trouble and you own your property and you don't know what to do is to downgrade. You can downgrade by buying, let's say if you, which is, uh, what somebody like me did. If you want to buy something else that's smaller, okay, is you sell your current property, whatever cash you make from there, you then, uh, buy a newer, smaller property, or you can lease your current property and you can go and live with a friend or live at home or find another way to, to operate. Um, so that's your first option. You know, that's your number one option. The second one is to speak to your bank. And I think the speaking to the bank part, um, is you can call them, you can go there, and 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 I think we need to remove the embarrassment away 
from financial trouble because everybody faces it. I know yes. a lot of black people think it's only black people. Believe me, everybody <laughs> goes through something like this. So that's your second point. And then the last one, obviously, is find another, uh, find another away and which is where um, whether that another way is uh, going to the court and having them help you should the bank reject you mm. or maybe um, you you know you know somebody who can give you uh, some some cash you can do that but yeah. obviously always be honest at the beginning I think that is wonderful advice Riley no thank you and um, I mean you know these are hard time it's the reality of it and totally. Um, you're now sitting here today. They, there's somebody who's received that love letter today. Yeah, and and or about you exactly. And and you always have to. That's why I didn't start with the good, you know, news. I started <laughs> with the let's get practical. And if you are uh, tuning in or you are in a meeting right now and you want to listen to us later, remember you can go to cliffcentral.com. Look for the show Living It Up with Lerato Shavala, who is brought to you by the man that you're listening to now, uh, Mr. Rali uh, Mambiwile. You can go to rali.mambiwile.co.za for more information. I um, am very lucky to be able to chat to you as often as I do and get the the, the wisdom and the knowledge that you have. So now let's talk about the good because the yes. good, the good is also part of this. Um, when things are going well, there is, and I'm going to talk about because I'm a black South African. So that's my experience. Yes. As black South Africans, when things are going well, we are inclined and actually people of color in general in South Africa, hmm. we are inclined to go over the top. Yeah. So instead of making slight adjustments, and I'm not saying that's how you're going to advise people. Yes. This is just my observation. Yes. That instead of making slight adjustments and saying, oh, I have a little bit, I have 2,000, 3,000 rand more, sometimes in some cases 10 to even 20,000 rand more. Instead of making slight changes, you make very big changes. You know, like whether it's the clothes that you're wearing or the car that you're driving. And I wanted to talk about... What to do when things are good, but in a practical, smart way, not in an excessive way, uh, because, you know, being inconspicuous is key. So um, what do you think are the biggest mistakes that people make once they have a little bit of money mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, in terms of property? Yes. Yeah. So I was going to say that, I mean, from a real estate point of view, um, <clears throat> we always, you know, advise people. In the club, that you know, the property club, that if if you get an extra income, being an increase on your salary, try and take at least six to twelve months before you make a lifestyle change. Okay, you know, so because that that then helps you to think, that helps you to look at other opportunities. But the key game in real estate is gearing, mm. borrowing money, good debt. So you know, there's good debt. And bad debts. So, for you to be able to gear yourself, for example, if you have a home or you've got a, a townhouse that you invested in, and that townhouse is giving you five thousand, and you get an increase in your salary of another twenty, thirty percent, that means that the bank can be able to borrow you again, mm-hmm. further money to that percentage. Right. So you can then be able to get yourself in buying. Another unit by just showing the banks that you've got an extra income. So instead of you using that income, as you said, to increase and get a better car, if there's no, if there's no, no need at that point in time for you to change the car, rather stick with your car 
and go back to the bank and say, I want to buy another unit because I've got more income. Right. Or use that money to, to put a deposit and get a tenant that can be able to show you that you can be able to, um, show the bank that you can be able to afford a rental collection and that you've got an extra income. So, so more money means more gearing. Right. And that's how you build your portfolio. Okay. So it's the same thing on the commercial side. So one of the things that happens is that when you've got a bit of extra cash, you are able to increase your, put, your property portfolio during the good times because you can go and buy a property or uh, an office block. I've just done one now mm. where I had a little bit of extra money and I went and I put 57 million rand to buy a 300 million rand office park in Waterfall. Okay. And I've now went and got a, a national tenant that is going to be renting from me for the next 10 years. Jeez. Now, the building wow. was 300 million. People think, well, Riley's got 300 million. No, I don't. I don't have that type of money. <laughs> cash. Yeah. Okay. I might have it in assets, but I now have a tenant that is coming. So when I went to the bank, the bank obviously will ask you for your balance sheet. Okay. So what do you do? You, if you've got that balance sheet, you then show them the balance sheet and the bank borrows you the money that you're looking for. Let's say in this case was 300 million. Right. However, in my case, I went and I got a lease from a top um, national tenant that is well known and they've got a good balance sheet. I took that lease to say, these people are going to rent for me for the next 10 years. Okay. So your 3 million rent that I need to pay on a monthly basis is not going to be coming from Riley's bank account. It'll be coming from these people. Ah. The bank then will give Riley the money to pay that building. So had you already, by the time you went to the bank, you'd already secured yes. the national tenant? Yes. So, so well, no, no, when no, I no, say I secure, I mean, yeah. You started a discussion with yeah. them at least. So remember in, in my last interview, interview, I said to you that you do not need money to, to be able to make money in real estate. The other element is that you need to listen what's happening in your neighborhood. Right. Okay. You need to know and find out who's coming into the area and what are they looking for. Right. And try and be the first one to get that for them before they can find it. Oh, okay? I see. Okay. So in this case, I knew that there were one or two companies. Just to give an example, Waterfall is an up and coming um, city. Mm. And a lot of people want to come there. Yes. So anybody can start looking and asking even where you're working. You can ask Cliff Central today and say, well, you know, Cliff, you guys, Central, do you guys want to come to Midrand? Yes. Chances that they might be wanting to leave here. So if they want to leave here, you can then go buy a building and waterfall that you know that it will be specific for them. And once you've got them, assumingly that they will have a good balance sheet that the right. bank will know them. They've got a good brand, so the bank will know them. You then go to the bank and say, I've got Cliff Central. They want to do their studios here. I have bought the building. I've put $2 million as a deposit. Can you give me money? To pay off this building that I'm buying for six, seven million rand. The bank will then give you. So you do not need money to, to make, make money, money in real estate. estate. I mean, you know, you know, this is what, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Riley's tag. This is Riley's tagline. You can go to his, uh, personal <laughs> website. It is Riley Teshima. And I know whenever you said that people think, Whoosh, what do you mean? But I'm learning more and more and, and, and so many other people like my, uh, friend, uh, Babi Rampa who listens, yeah. uh, to, to, to the, to the podcast think, Oh my goodness. I had no idea. I didn't know this. So I, I, I think this is so valuable for many other people. So yeah. I want us to do what we did with when times are, uh, are bad, when times are good. What are the top three, top three things that you would suggest, uh, people, uh, do whether it's what to invest in, but 
when you have a little bit more money or let's say the area that you live in because yeah. sometimes what happens is that you buy in an area that's that was quite okay wasn't great i mean i'll make an example with my morning that was all right and then suddenly it's gentrified and within you know five to six years it is the place to be what should you do in a situation like that i mean do you renovate do you you know so i i, I so i thought that maybe we could go into what you do when things are going well the top three things as well when things are going well yes so so um i I will say the i mean that's an obvious one the first thing is invest 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 Mm -hmm. so buy 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 on the other side remember it was sell sell because there were hard times yes in this case you then buy you buy because Mm -hmm. you've got a bit of money and we've spoken about how how to buy yes it's not only because so with the extra fifty thousand rand you can be able to buy something for what ten uh, percent of five million rand is how much? Should be about that. Yeah, I think about about that much. Yeah, I think about yeah. So, 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 so you use the money that you have to be able to to get into real estate opportunities. Right. Okay. So, I think I will say that buy and buy. That's the first thing. Okay. The second part is that leverage on your balance sheet. Uh, with the extra money that you have. Remember, I did say that once you've got the extra money, you should be able to find yourself in a position where you go to the banks and indicate to them to say, listen, I have a home loan that I'm paying 3 million rand with the salary that I'm currently getting. Oh, I've just gotten an increase. Can I buy that little townhouse because I've got an extra money? So you leverage on your gearing. Mm. So, 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 so the first thing is buy, buy, either you buy with extra cash that you have. The second part is that start taking good debts. So to summarize, I'll call it gearing. So you gear yourself because you've got an extra money and you're actually going out there to get good debt, not bad debt. And the last part, um, I'm not sure what to say on that one, but I think, you know, have fun as well. I mean, you, mm. you deserve if you made a bit of money, have fun. You can start uh, renovating. You can start renovating your current properties that you're renting out so that you can start increasing your rental. So you might find that you've got one extra townhouse or you've got an office park or you've got a shopping center. So when you've got good times, you will see if you look at Lone Hill Shopping Center currently, they're busy renovating. Okay. It's because the company might have made extra money for that uh, uh, specific financial year. What then they'll do, they'll then go and renovate. When they renovate, they're going to increase their rental income. Okay. So, so w- w- just to pause on that, I, I may, uh, I met a, a, a lovely lady who has a business in Rosebank, which is also being renovated at the moment, uh, at, uh, around the zone. So a lot of stores that had been there for a long time have moved out. And so she's saying, Oh my gosh, there's dust everywhere. And we don't have as many people walking through because of the renovations. We are considering selling. She owns a boutique. And I said to her, do not, because what will happen is that as soon as those places open up next year in February. The prices for you to own a, a, a shop in that place will be astronomical. Whereas now you're already part of it. Yeah, funny enough, probably the landlord there will actually love that she moves. Mm-hmm. Some of the time we're a bit <laughs> naughty as landlords. So we'll do that to get the dust going so that if you leave, because now I'll be having a better shopping center, I get a new tenant. Who's willing, Who's to, pay willing more? to pay more? Because you as Larat, you've been with me for four or five years. 
it might be difficult for you to sort of renegotiate the lease with me. I mean, normally when you do a lease, you do a 10-year lease or five-year lease. Yes. There's a yield that you say on an on a annual basis, we're going to increase this thing by 5%, 10%, whatever yield you agree on. But once you do renovations, you find that those numbers of the yield that you said the tenant will give you does not speak to the money that you're going to be spending to renovate. Mm. So new tenants becomes better. So you, your advice was spot on. I see you really learned a lot by no. this show. Eh? <laughs> uh, that she shouldn't, miss, she shouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I could tell she was concerned. You know, she was really thinking uh, there are no customers. And I said to her, you're going to suffer for six months, but you're going to reap the, revo- the rewards for longer. At least you know that there are no footprints because it's happening to everybody because there is renovations. But as you've seen uh, in, in Doberg in particular, and I think in Cape Town, and, and I'd say certain places around the continent, once a place has reached that uh, place of excellence, Everybody wants to be there. I mean, Waterfall was a place you never considered mm. seven years ago. Mm. And then suddenly, not only is it a place where you go for leisure, uh, you know, but it's also a place where you go to get, you know, for commercial uh, property, but as well as residential. So sometimes it's, it's best to just stick it out. I know what it's like when you're thinking, oh no, I could be making money and I'm not making money and maybe I should go to another place. But the truth of the matter is that just hold on. And she kind of looked at me and she thought, mm, I don't know. And I said to her, please hold on. Just hold on. I mean, that's the principle, all right? It's the same thing when you go to gym. It's hard. Yes, isn't it? yes. I just came out of gym now. <laughs> Pulling those weights You just hold on Hold on Spring is here I can be able to Take off my jacket Hopefully it works Exactly you know? <laughs> For the summer body It's the same, it's the the same s- principle Exactly Exactly <laughs> So just to recap If you're listening To us right now And you are Unlike most people Who have been uh, uh, Suffering Through this recession and you're doing well. Uh, one of the first things uh, that Riley says you must do, the top three things you must do is to invest in property or buy, 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 as he says. Just go out and buy. Obviously, don't overdo it. We keep saying this. Um, as Riley said uh, a little bit earlier, wait six to 12 months before making a big lifestyle change. So if you only got the money uh, a month ago, Wait a little bit. Just wait a little bit. See how things go before you make a huge uh, 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 life change. The second one is to gear up. Okay, gear yourself for good debt. Now, if you haven't been listening to the show, which we have been saying, and you can go back and listen to previous uh, previous podcasts on cliffcentral.com, good debt. Bad debt is, you know, things that don't necessarily serve you. Things that I also love, like shoes, mm. uh, <laughs> you know, like, like like things like that. They don't necessarily help you, but you are, you can get good debt. Debt that will eventually help you. I know there's some people, culturally black people struggle with a credit card, but a credit card is seen as good debt because you, obviously you'll be able to, to use it when you're overseas, but be able to buy big purchases. Obviously, you need to pay your monthly repayments and make sure that it's up to date. So that is good debt. Good debt is good for you. Good debt allows the bank to say, oh, here's uh, person X, here's Boosie, for instance, and she has been paying her bills uh, for however long. Remember also, and I keep saying this to people, 
don't just think that you'll pay for the first for these two months and then go to the bank and say, please give me money. Your credit history can reflect for an incredibly long time. Mm. So be consistent. Yeah. And that will help you eventually when you're trying to get in times of a need where you need the bank to be on your side. They'll go and look, this has been our loyal customer. She has been he or she has been great, you yeah. know. And lastly, which is an important thing Riley says, have fun. I know a lot of people who are Airbnb their houses and renovating them. Yep. And that's a, that's the fun part um of of real estate. If you remember we had we had a uh interior designer from yep. Litau Interiors uh um talking to us about yep. the beautiful things you can do to make your house gorgeous. So that is part of having fun. I think yep. you must understand that real estate is one of the most a fulfilling things you can ever do, yeah. right? So yeah. remember to have fun. I just want to touch quickly, uh, 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 really b- before we wrap up. And remember, if you're on, uh, on Apple, you will be able to get this podcast within the next 24 hours on cliffcentral.com or you can get it immediately, um, uh, actually. And also you can go to our Facebook page, uh, Living It Up with Lerato Shabala for more information as well as, uh, See what Rally looks like because I know it's important. <laughs> so you guys can say hello to him and say when you see him on the street, say hey, I listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, or also you can go to uh, rally-mambuwila.co.za to get more information on this podcast and uh, uh, real estate as well. I want to touch quickly on people who a lot of people are going and being entrepreneurs and um, are looking into office spaces, and a lot of people will say to you, go to where the people are. You know, and obviously the rent there is expensive. So if yes. you want to, I mean, it's unfair, but I'm going to mention this. If you want to go to Santon City, you're going to pay Santon uh, prices for Santon City. Yeah. Yes, people are there, but um, it just does not mean just because you're in Santon City, you're, there'll be footprint uh, into your store. It depends on where you are. If you're on some corner next to the toilets and <laughs> the parking lot, you may be in Santon, but you may not be able to get people. So what are some of the things that you should consider, Riley, when you are hoping to get office space or a space for your business? Yeah, I mean, you're quite right. Location, location. So real estate is about location. So if you're looking for good offices, you got to be able to have that budget where uh, you can be able to get to good areas, like you mentioned, Santon and Waterfall and other areas. But... Funny enough, there's new trends now, Lerato, where, whereby you find a lot of entrepreneurs that actually have a service, which I ask myself this question to say, well, what will happen in the next 10, 15 years in real estate? Mm. Will Riley still be able to make money? Mm. Because technology is coming forth. You find one or two people starting to work at home. Mm. But funny enough, talking about offices, um, this also takes you to industrial properties and warehousing. So you might find there's a young lady who on Instagram, she's got a business that she sells, hopefully real stuff, not fake stuff, <laughs> that she sells nice clothes. Okay? Yes. yes. <laughs> she can work from home. But as her business grows, she's going to need some kind of a storage. Of course. So if she's importing stuff from... Hong um, Kong. Milan, Hong Kong. When the stuff arrives, she can't keep on putting it in her townhouse mm. because there might also be a risk of people stealing there. She will then look at warehousing. So if you look at places like Waterfall, we have a section where we've got warehousing. That space of warehousing and industrial is a big, big 
big opportunities in real estate, which a lot of people are not looking at. Okay. So you pass by, you see a big discam warehousing. You, in some instance, you find that the landlord in that industrial park makes more money than a shopping center in Santon or anywhere else because wow. it's huge. I mean, some of these warehousing are as big as a shopping center. Sure. So there's opportunities for people to also invest in industrial warehousing right. where Sophie, who sells clothing, can be able to store her, her, her stuff there. So it's important to understand that location and new technology, you need to understand that science. There's a bit of a little science. So there's opportunities also for warehousing because the stuff that you, 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 you sell, sometimes you just need warehousing that you actually don't need to be having upfront offices where people can walk in on a daily basis. Yeah, because I do think that in these days and times, uh, office space can be seen as a bit of a luxury. It and, is. um, uh, what I like about where technology is taking us is that you are able actually to rent out uh, spaces. We've got several spaces in Mamboning. We have open in Rosebank. There's the Mesh Club where you are uh, able to pay a monthly fee or a once-off fee, yeah. uh, use their Wi-Fi, have business meetings, and yeah. not necessarily spend millions of rands yeah. on an office uh, space. So that is an incredibly great advice. And also, I wanted to mention um, that when we were talking about where to buy, this is Heritage Month. It's not only spring, but it's Heritage Month. And uh, <clears throat> towards the latter part of the month, Riley is going to be sharing um, uh, with me uh, properties in the township that are fantastic and why you shouldn't sell, why you shouldn't just think, oh, I'm in the township, so I'm going to leave. I'm looking forward to that because like you, that's where we grew up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't wait. And you said you're going to bring us pictures, which people can look at, obviously, on Facebook of some of the properties you've worked uh, uh, with that are in the township. Yep. No, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be an exciting show. There might just also be a surprise, but I'll tell you about it. <laughs> Don't we love surprises? Um, remember, you can listen to, to this uh, a podcast immediately if you're in a meeting and you're only coming out uh, now. Uh, we're on cliffcentral.com. You can go to our Facebook page, Living It Up with Lerat Oshabalala. We're on every Wednesday from 10 until 11 here on cliffcentral.com. But obviously, the the best thing to do is to go to uh, Riley's personal uh, uh, page as well and get information there. I mean, he is uh, a boundless resource in terms of these things. And I, I'm very lucky to have access to him. And you can too. All you have to do is go to Riley-Mambe. Well, in fact, let me spell it for you because I know we have people listening to us from all over the world, you know, whether you're in Accra, in, in, in Ghana or in the UK. Um, it is R A L I dash M A M P E U E L E dot C O dot Z A for more information. Rally, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Lerato Shabalala and we will see you next week again. Have a good day, Rally. Thank you. And everybody you. else. Bye. Bye. <laughs> property, 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 property. I'm trying to invest. Money in by the neighborhood. That's how you rinse it. I could have bought a place in Dumbo before it was Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth 25 million. Guess how I'm feeling? Jumbo. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. It's time to buy back the block. Buy back the block. Buy back the hood. I'm about to buy back the hood. Buy back the hood. This is CliffCentral.com.